1: everybody this is Sandra Beck and I'm here with Robin Boyd and as promised we are in our summer savers series and we're going to talk about household cleaning hacks today Rob I absolutely love my cleaning hacks I Mm -hmm. I used to take forever you know to do certain things and I would sometimes spend time cleaning up from my cleaning up
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I know what you mean yeah and the thing is, too, there are so many times in our busy lives that we'll just sort of push something aside, not really clean the way, well, especially the way I did years ago, um, you know, the, we're, we're on the go. We're not home very much anymore. So in order to do that kind of level of cleaning, to know that your house is uh, clean or that things are tidy, I think that's, that's part of it is organization, too.
1: Well, it really is. And, you know, what I find too is, is sometimes I underestimate how long it will take to clean something. Yeah. And then I got to go pick up the kids, drop the kids off. I got to go to soccer practice. I got to go pick them up from volleyball and there's a half done cleaning project. And then by the time I get home, the, like the sink, the hot water is all cold and everything's all gelled in there. Like, and I find myself, you know, having to redo things in the in the event that I I had to stop in the middle of it or, or get right. halfway done or forget where I left off oh
0: gosh and towels I'll put a load of towels in and then of course I forget to put them in the dryer so you know way back when I'm, I'm talking way back in the early 70s I had a little washing machine that was also a dryer it would wash and it would oh. dry <laughs> It was an old, old, old machine, and it was really rocking because I I could maybe put two towels in it at a time, and that was it. But
1: Yeah, but you didn't have to remember it because, like, I live in the high desert, and when I... Um, leave my towels in there, Rob. They come out like a petrified ring because it's so dry out here and the towels get crusty. They're clean, Mm, but they're rock hard. And I end up having to wet them and put them in the dryer just Mm -hmm. to soften them up. And half the time that doesn't work. So I have to run the whole load over again, which just drives me bananas.
0: I know me too. What a waste. You feel like it's a waste. But it's true. Our lives are very, very busy. And I think that's one of the things that I love um, about sharing various uh, cleaning hacks or even just organization hacks is because everybody could use a trick up their sleeve just to make their life easier. Because why shouldn't we be out doing the things that we need to do with our family, with our kids, with our friends? I mean, that's that's life. Life is too darn short to be worrying about... Um, whether we got right down to the corner. So the first time we do it, we want to make sure it's done the right way the first time.
1: Right, right, absolutely. And with the with the proliferation of stuff, yes, you know, like yes. we have soccer practice jerseys, we have soccer game day jerseys, yes. we have baseball pants, and, you know, there is there's so much clothing yes. required. And then, you know, I've got my other son who works out for an hour and a half every day. So he has his school clothes plus his workout clothes plus his practice clothes, you know, he can go through three sets of clothes and if it's really hot out, he'll sleep in a tank top and undershirt and there's another set of clothes.
0: Exactly, exactly. And I, I love um, the fact that at least uh, bins do help. I mean, Steve does his laundry, I do my laundry, there's no confusion once the kids were old enough that they were able to do their laundry um it was their responsibility so it did help that everybody sort of had a task in the family um it's not because when you're a working mom it's not like we were june we're june cleaver anymore we are um just we've got to get out the door just like everybody else has to get out the door
1: well that's where the timing comes in like i know how long a load of wash takes so yep. if i'm downstairs by 6 a.m i can get that load of wash in by 6 then i have to switch it by six thirty. otherwise i won't be switching it till maybe seven eight o'clock nine o'clock yes. at night sometimes and yes. you know by then it's it's sat all day in the washer you know it's in yes. it it's that doesn't smell fresh or clean. And one of the things that helped me Rob a lot was this time blocking concept. And I, I actually time block now for cleaning. You know, I put it in my workday schedule just like everything else. Like there's going to be an hour of cleaning and I made this great master cleaning checklist, Mm -hmm. which I printed out and laminated it. And I wrote down Everything I need to do in my household. like And there's a lot between the pool and oh, the yeah. rooms and my dad's room and the offices in my house and mm-hmm. the kitchen. Um, so I make this long, comprehensive list of everything I need to do. And then I looked at my work schedule and I divided up the tasks based on how much time they took. Mm-hmm. And I divided them out in a seven-day work week. And so what I do, Rob, is I schedule... Every day has something to do. And the reason it's laminated, I took it to get it laminated, is because I can use my dry erase marker and, like, check it off as it's done. Sure, sure. It also means that I can... I can kind of not forget to do the towels for a month and then they start to stink. Like everything goes like clockwork and I can say to my kids or my dad, Hey, will you go collect all the bath towels? You collect all the pool towels, collect all this and throw them in. And, um, you know, the time blocking plus the scheduling and, you know, there's stuff that I put on here that I don't remember to do like sweep the front door area or sweep Mm -hmm. the garage or, um, you know, wipe down the garage floor because we use it as a playroom because it's a place where there's no sun. So the kids play in the garage a lot. So, you know, there's all these like millions of little things to do, but it also means that if something cancels, you know, like let's say a practice cancels because of rain, I can then look at my list and go, okay, what hasn't been done? What am I behind on? And, you know, I stick this thing to my wall with a thumbtack Mm -hmm. I put it over my temperature thing when I turn the air on and off or I turn the heat on or I turn the fans on like it's stuck right there where I can see it. And it's, I have to walk by it to go to the bathroom. That's
0: perfect because you know what's next or you know what you have time for because if you've got a half an hour, you know, yes, I know I can do X, Y, Z because it's only going to take me 20 minutes and I still have time to run into the bathroom before my next thing. <laughs>
1: right. Right. And I, I can look at something like like like, you know, today we're recording and it's Wednesday. So yeah. you know, I have on there wipe the bathroom counters, wipe out the bathroom sinks, clean the shower, wash the mirrors, sure. launder the towels, and clean the kitchen sink. Now I can yeah. tell you this morning my mirrors are okay. Yeah. So I can cross yeah. those off on my list and go, sure. you know, they're they don't need to be cleaned every week. Right. Right. But I like them to stay at a certain level of cleanliness because I have unexpected guests all the time. Oh, sure. Sure.
0: You never know. And of course, how many of us have been like, Oh my gosh, yes, so-and-so is coming. Um, I need to make sure that there's no laundry in the living room or, or that's the fact that um, it's, it's been, uh, you know, I haven't vacuumed in a couple of days and we know how easily that gets, um, that gets untidy or just like you say the counters I mean I do uh, like making sure that my counters are clean and I am always wiping down my counters and I uh, am very conscientious about what I use on my counters
1: Well, and, you know, Rob, that's, it's a great time to thank our sponsor for today. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, Grove Collaborative is our sponsor today. And Grove Collaborative, if you don't know what that is, is an online marketplace that delivers all natural home beauty and personal care products directly to your door, which, Rob, you know, I love love If you deliver it to my door, I'll, you know, love you forever. And it really makes living a healthy lifestyle easy and accessible, you know, for everybody, for the whole family. And um, you use, you actually use them, Robin. You have, you're like having a love affair with Mrs. Myers.
0: I am. You know, for years I've, when my kids were little, I was very conscientious about what I used either on the floor, on my counters. Um, I was extremely careful about wiping down door handles and phone receivers and light switches, those are the things that are so easily um, uh, carrying germs. And I have to say, my kids were always healthy. And when I was introduced to Mrs. Myers, I was so uh, pleased to have found a product that was healthy, effective, eco-friendly, let alone affordable, because I'm very conscientious about the products that I use, knowing that it's not only good for us and our family and our home, but it's also good for the planet. Um, I'm I'm so into uh, this company. So, well, and yeah. I love,
1: you know, I love that Grove takes the guesswork out of growing green and uh, every grove.co product, it's .co. So if you guys are playing along at home, you can, can look up the website and it's guaranteed to be good for you, your family, your home, your pets, the planet. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: you don't have to go through all the headache of reading labels because what I found, Rob, was so many of the cleaners that my mom and dad used that I bought just based oh, yeah. on habit, like just on familiarity. They're full of harmful chemicals that have been linked to everything from respiratory problems to cancer. Okay. And you don't have to use toxins to have a clean home. And that's what I really like about Grove Collaborative. And Rob, I want to give the benefit to our listeners today, because for a limited time, you can go to grove.co slash and place an order of $20 or more, and you'll get a free five-piece cleaning set from Mrs. Meyer and Grove, which is a $30 value. And you're going to totally dig what's in the cleaning set. You're going to want to check that out. Yeah. <laughs> It's super easy to order. I can tell you from experience, they have lots of really super cool products, things that I didn't know about. Now there were a couple of products on there that I order regularly, but they bring new products all the time. So you want to go back and check it out. That's grove.co slash military mom to get this exclusive offer, grove.co slash military mom. And you want to go and poke around their site because they have all sorts of cool things on there, you know, things that I wouldn't find anywhere else. And that's one of the things that I really like about this company. Now, Rob, one of the things that I noticed last year, Zachary did a homework assignment where we had to count the number of plastic sandwich bags we used in our household. Oh, what an interesting. Yeah. And then I live in a a gated community. The gated community has about 600 homes. Uh So we multiplied by the number of families and we ended up Finding out our little community used like three hundred and eighty thousand plastic sandwich bags. Wow. Because sometimes I would use five or six in a day. I've got sports practice and home practice. And you know, do you know that there are sixty-three billion single use sandwich bags used by American families
0: every year? that is insane isn't it it's absolutely insane um and when you think about that kind of impact in our infrastructure that's um in an incredible
1: injustice that we're doing to our planet. Rob, one of the cool things I saw on their site was this reusable sandwich bag. It's like there's two of them and they're reusable. And sometimes when I make the kids lunches, I'm like, I'm literally buying bags to throw them out. I know that we have to have, you know, these bags for the kids food, but they're perfect for everyday use and they're leak proof and super easy to clean and, when I think of how many bags we throw out, I'm actually buying things just to throw them out. And that kind of just bothers me.
0: When you stop and think that there's more microplastic in the ocean, that there are stars in the Milky Way, I think I've read that on earthday.org, that's That's crazy. So why shouldn't we be using products that are not only good for us as well as good for the planet? I know one of the reasons that I am so fond of Mrs. Meyer is that I know once I've washed my floor, I use it on the counters. I use it on the floors. I use it so many places. I know the cat can walk across and not worry about her licking her, her feet. Or if we've had little kids in the house, I don't worry about sitting them down on the floor. Um, I know that, that that there are no harmful chemicals on that floor because I'm using
1: this product. Well, that's, you know, it's true, Robin. You know, for somebody like me who has, you know, three dogs, two kids, one father in my household to take care of, I don't have the time and I'm just going to be honest. I don't have that time to sit there and read all these labels and figure it out. And so Mm -hmm. I like that, you know, kind of Grove takes the guesswork out of all this and I don't have to go to a bunch of different stores or search endlessly online because what happens when I search online, I am like a down a rabbit hole. Like I'll find something else. I'll go and then I'll forget. Mm-hmm. What I was shopping for in the first place, because I'm doing my research, and then I go to bed, and then I wake right. up next morning, and I'm out of, you know, floor cleaner, or I'm out of detergent. That's it. Or- that's it. And I'm going to give that promo again for those of you that are driving or doing other things while you're listening. Maybe you're working out. For a limited time, go to grove.co slash military mom and place an order of $20 or more. And you'll get a free five-piece cleaning set from Mrs. Meyer and Grove, a $30 value. That's grove.co slash military mom to get this exclusive offer, grove.co slash military Now, Rob, you like the lemon verbena and the honeysuckle, right? Is that one your favorites?
0: Those are, I really like the lemon ver- verbena um, and I do use honeysuckle every so often too. Um, I'm just so, like I say, I, I'm really stuck on Mrs. Meyer. I love healthy plant-based non-toxic cleaning products um, and the good ones actually are more enjoyable to use because I'm glad that it's safe for my family. I know it's cleaning because my floor is definitely clean and I, um I, very uh, happy when I discovered the uh, grove collaborative because well yeah
1: because then you can get the other things you need to clean yes. along with it you can get the seedling tree-free paper towels you can okay. get the grove detergent dispenser you know and that cuts plastic waste by 80 percent and then they have 100 recycled plastic trash bags okay. and they're all in one place so guys support uh our company that supported us today go to grove.co slash military mom so rob i want to talk a little bit more about um, about some of these hacks that we use, you've got a great one with just newspapers that you shared with me while we were <laughs> prepping for today's show, and I it never occurred to me. Mm-hmm. And every time I take the trash out, more often than not, there's like some something that slurps out the bottom of the trash bag, and.
0: All that newspaper that we get, I don't subscribe to a newspaper, but I do get all of those inserts that are on newspaper uh, paper. I always use that in the bottom of my trash bag before I put it in. Not only does it help suck out the air, you know, when you put a new trash bag in and the air just kind of balloons in there, right. um, it'll it will make it real quick to slide right into the barrel. But then when you throw your... Um, a wet paper towel or you throw the coffee grounds in there or anything that's that slurpy, it's all, uh, absorbed right in the, in the paper at the bottom of the, of the, of the bag. So yeah, I've done that for years too. That's an oldie, but goodie.
1: That is an oldie, but a goodie. Um, you know, I really like, I use these, um, in my kitchen, I use paper towels on the bottom of the fruit fruit bin, you know, and I yes. use seedling tree, you know, free paper towels, but mm-hmm. um that way, you know, when stuff starts to mold sometimes yes. in the fruit bin, it drips mm-hmm. and then it gets sticky down there. And it, it takes does. forever to clean the bottom of the bin. So mm-hmm. I like to keep some paper towels down at the bottom under there. And then I've I've taken to a piece of foil and I kind of cut it and then I fit it on the bottom of my um oven. Oh, right. Yes. Because I'll have drips and spills and things like that. And instead of using chemicals and trying to scrape that stuff out of there, or heaven forbid you use the self oven cleaner, which has cost me a new oven twice now. I'm never using that thing again. (laughs) Um, I can can clean quickly or I can pull that piece out or the pieces out and replace just a small piece of it. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to replace the whole sheet.
0: Do it on the grill too. You can just put a piece of aluminum foil on your grill and we'll do the same thing. Uh, makes it so easy to clean that grill for off. Um, I've done that for years as well.
1: I think one of my other favorite things to do because I we do use a lot of lemons out here. We have a lemon tree mm. and mm. you know I use my lemons a lot for cleaning, but my favorite thing is once I finish making the lemonade for the kids. I slice up the lemon rinds and I put them down my garbage disposal and oh perfect it really keeps it keeps the stink down
0: yeah yeah i i 've heard too that it 's good to use that around like on stainless steel if you 've got a stainless steel tub um, that 's a really good thing to help with uh, stainless steel, so you definitely want to
1: use lemon everywhere. It is. Well, and it's, it's, it smells good. You know, it mm. smells good. It's nice mm-hmm. and clean. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'll use them sometimes the, you know, the half rind to clean around my, like where my toothpaste is and my, yeah. you know, cause yeah. that stuff gets so gummy. It gets, it's like, it gets glued to the, right. um you know, gets glued to the sink.
0: I tried it and it worked. Um, If you're traveling and you don't want to take a whole tube of toothpaste, you can put little dabs of toothpaste on wax paper, freeze it, and then they can go in your suitcase and you've got these little um, pre-moistened little um, toothpastes. So See, I'm really going to cool. try that because I have, yeah.
1: to. I have to fly and I'm so tired of, you know, like that three, one in one, you know, with your carry on and you can only bring yep. some liquids and you know, it's, it's just kind of a pain. Um, so I if they're dried up little it. dots. Yes. I kind of
0: fold it on the wax paper. So um, you just kind of put little dots all over like a grid and then fold it and then put it in a ziploc bag, and then when you unfold it, of course, it's not going to still be frozen, but you just take your toothbrush and swipe it on the wax paper, and you have your single serving single
1: well, serving of toothpaste. Well, but that's a big deal. Like you know, yeah. I, I hate traveling with a tube, because the other thing, too is, I don't want to pack four tubes. You know, I mean, so it's like, I, you know, I want to give each kid their little bit and then, then go. So I'm going to try that my next trip. um, I got a trip coming at the end of the month where we have to fly and I'm going to try that.
0: The other thing I do is I pre-freeze a lot of stuff Like I'll cook macaroni al dente and freeze it. I will cook um, scrambled hamburg and freeze it. I will f- cook bacon. I Even though I have to be very careful with my sodium, uh-huh. I, I use a low sodium, not a turkey bacon because that's actually higher in sodium, but I'll use a low sodium pork bacon and um, freeze it after it's cooked. And then when you take it out of the freezer and chop it up, like to put it in potato salad or put it in an omelet, you still have that bacon flavor. You're using a quarter of what you would have when it was fresh uh, so that you're still not overdoing the sodium part of it. You get the bacon flavor, but it's already in the freezer. You don't have to worry about cleaning up because ab- you know how messy bacon is to, to clean up apple ab- after. I mean oh, it's it tastes awful. good but but that's I love pre cooking my bacon and some things don't freeze and then thaw out well. Like I if I'm gonna cook chicken, I will not cook it raw. I like cooking I mean freeze it raw, I'll f- cook it and freeze it and then use it in either a salad or a soup, not to use it like a regular meal. Um, I'll just cook fresh when I, when I do chicken, but some, so some things I don't care for frozen, but those things, especially if you cook pasta and you want to make a cold salad, bam, you've got it already in the freezer. You just needs to maybe, uh, reconstitute a little bit and, um, you don't have to worry about cooking the pasta. There you go. Macaroni salad, all ready to go.
1: Well, I really like that, you know, because I actually prepare a lot of meals and I yeah. end up going to like, you know, one of those dollar stores and I mm-hmm. buy, especially when they go on sale for like 3 for a dollar, mm. um those they look like restaurant tins, you know, like Yeah. Yeah. And I will, I will I will when I cook, especially if it's going to be like, you know, June, July, August when I know it's so hot. Oh, yeah. Um yeah. I will cook the macaroni and cheese and I, you know, I put put chicken in it, I put all sorts yep. of things in there and I make yep. a turkey noodle casserole you know I make all these different meals and then I use a sharpie and I write the date and the time Mm -hmm. on it you know that I not really the time but more the date yeah 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 and then I stack them up they're like little brick boxes you know I've got enchiladas (laughs) I've got you know um you name it I you know I look at my I've got these this turkey bake and this taco bake that the kids absolutely love it's like a can of beans some taco seasoning throw in a can of um, uh, crushed tomatoes, some. Mm-hmm ground beef, and then some pre-cooked rice, you know, I'll make, but I can make like five pans of that, Rob. And That's campfire stew. What? <laughs> That's campfire stew, the Girl Scout in me.
0: <laughs> oh, wait, how do they,
1: the campfire stew as well? Yeah, with campfire stew, you kind of throw,
0: everybody brings a can of something. You never know what the other girl is going to bring. And when you've been out camping all day long, you are as hungry as a bugger. So you're going to eat whatever, whatever is there. But talking about camping, especially prepping things like macaroni, like hamburg, all of those kinds of things, it's real easy to do that before you go camping because if you've ever gone camping and sat over a campfire trying to get a pot of water to boil because you want to do... Uh, um American chop suey or something—it's going to take forever. And so, when you've got a bunch of kids and you're going either camping or just field day day tripping, um, those—that's the way to go—is just to prep it ahead of time. And Ziploc bags are like you say those uh, restaurant uh, containers. That's the perfect way to go.
1: It is. It is because you know we don't camp, Rob. You know we're not big. You know camping. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Family. Mm-hmm. But we do spend a lot of time outside. And I do yeah. try to not run during the day if I can avoid it. You know, because yeah. it's it's just so expensive. And sure. um that's the one thing like with the cleaning things that I do, I use a lot of fans. You know, mm-hmm. like I will get up early, I'll mop my floors, and then I turn the fans on, you know, to help them dry if it's a muggy mm-hmm. day. And yeah. I use a lot of fans these days because you can take a fan, and this is so funny. I saw this on Pinterest. You can freeze some water bottles and hang, hang them to the back of your fan and then mm-hmm. turn the fan on, and it actually it blows <laughs> cold air. It wasn't it? It was, um,
0: who was it? Franklin Roosevelt did that. I mean, one of the presidents. I can't remember which one it was, but I want to say it was Franklin Roosevelt who did that before air conditioning.
1: Well, and there was the Fred Flintstone cartoon when I was little that like Wilma had like a bowl of ice and Betty was like using a rug to, you know, cool off Fred and Barney, you know. (laughs) Exactly, exactly.
0: But yeah, that, uh, and speaking of using my Mrs. Meyer, I wipe down my fan blades periodically with my Mrs. Meyer. And darn, if it doesn't have that nice fresh uh, on, on the fan, I definitely use my Mrs. Meyer
1: there. Well, yeah. And when I'm cleaning my kitchen and it's really hot, that's when I put a fan on the table and I just take some ice out of the fridge and I put it in the bowl and it will just blow enough cool air yeah. at me to keep me cool so that I'm not, because Rob, like if when you're having to clean and it's really hot, oh, I am yeah. miserable.
0: Yes. Yes. And you can't function when you're that hot. There's a, When we were in New Mexico a couple of weeks ago, it was very hot, but it was very dry. And there's, you always hear people saying, oh, but it's a dry heat. Well, darn if it wasn't true. Because um, that dry heat, it was very hot, but I was not miserable out there. And I don't tolerate the humidity at all. So my breathing wasn't affected. You know how I have my um, my breathing issues uh, from... From my sickness, but um, it was one of those things that I was just very comfortable out there. One of the other things that I know I have done is to put pillowcases in the freezer in a Ziploc bag and then take them out just before bed and throw them on the bed, and it will cool you down. It's just wonderful. Yeah. Um, I, I have done that many a time or dusting powder on the sheets just for the the fragrance. But um, it also helps you uh, feel a little more fresh. If you go take a shower and you lay on a nice cool bed, it's um, yeah, that's, that makes the a difference. Mm. Well, and I have
1: my, like, you know, once you like sit down and write out your cleaning routines, mm-hmm. it's amazing how you can kind of mix and match and combine them. Yes. Like when I did that exercise of sitting down and writing everything out I do, I took a piece of paper and I put it in the kitchen. And every time I did a chore, I logged it. And when I saw the whole list of all the things that I do every week, it was it was phenomenal, Rob. It's a little mind blowing, isn't it? It is a little yes. mind blowing. But what I found was I started to be able to double up what seemed to be like smart things, Mm -hmm. And now I have these little, like, kind of to-do lists in order. Like, if I'm doing my kitchen, while I'm wiping down the counters, I will put all the dishes in the dishwasher. Mm -hmm. I go and throw a load of laundry in, because the dishwasher's done kind of the same Mm -hmm. time the laundry is done. Then I take my, you know, measuring glass, measuring cup, and I fill it full of vinegar. I put it in the microwave, put that on for two minutes. So, you know, there's, like, things, you know, rolling all at the same time, but in the time that I finish the floors and the cabinets and, you know, wiping down the exteriors and stuff like that, the dishes are being done. The laundry's being done. The microwave is self-cleaning. And, yeah. you know, if I'm going to use a cleaner in the oven, I will spray that in there too. So instead of thinking today is the day I need to clean the oven, I'm cleaning the oven, the microwave. And then this is my other, you know, silly hack, but I take a bucket into me in our kitchen. I have a really big kitchen and it's really dirty all the time because of kids and dogs and my yeah. dad. Yeah. Lots of spills. So I will take some of my paper towels, my, you know, seedling tree-free paper towels. I'll dip them in the clean hot water with the clean okay. solution, and I will lay them down on my stove because I've got all the stickies on there. And then if I put my hand around the counters, every once in a while, there's something lovely like barbecue sauce that's oh, yes. for like four days on the tile. Mm-hmm. So I'll lay a, plas- a paper towel soaked with cleaning stuff on that mm-hmm. while I'm working on the floor, while I've got everything else going. And it sounds a little bit crazy, but if you have it all written down on a, a checklist that you can either use on your phone or I print mine out. Right, right. I can go, okay, laundry in, dishwashers in, you know, the um, floor being cleaned, the spots, the microwave being cleaned, the oven being cleaned, and then I can wipe out everything. And then my other favorite trick, Rob, is to use my shop vac in my kitchen. Oh, wow. I have a little baby shop vac. They're like $30, $40, something like that. My dad got it for me because he had a big shop vac and it would get too heavy. I couldn't lug it. I couldn't, and it stays in the garage. Yeah. So he got me this little baby shop vac. And it's about the size a little bigger than a bowling ball. Oh, wow. But I have all the cleaning attachments. And I will stick that sucker down the toaster. Like I'm sucking out crumbs. You know, I suck the crumbs out of the microwave. I go all along the counters. I go all along. And in my pantry, it never fails that I don't know why, because none of my kids make pea soup, but how do pea soup lentils end up everywhere? <laughs> and so, because we have a lot of problems out here in the high desert with mice and with yeah. you know, field mice and with yeah. ants, yeah. Um, I keep everything sealed. Like when I buy rice, it goes in the glass mm-hmm. jars. When I buy cereal, it goes in the plastic tubs that seal. Like everything has to be sealed. Right. Um so any spills like that, I can just suck up with my little shop vac. And I can even Perfect. get the onion peels. Like, you know how the onion peels break?
0: Yes, they're little, little tiny wafers of, yeah.
1: Yeah, just little paper things all over. I just suck those bad boys up, and then I use my mop or my Swiffer, whatever mm-hmm. I'm using today. Mm-hmm. And I can get an enormous amount of stuff done in that kitchen, clean it top to bottom in an hour.
0: You know, what's good about that too, though, San, is that everybody in the family sees what has to be done. And what a great way, especially for your boys to, I mean, girls sort of are, are, even in this day and age, I think girls tend to be destined to be more domestic. But the guys can look and see X X task needs to be done. It takes 15 minutes. They can And you can say, can you go over and look at Tuesday, the third task down, we've got to get done this afternoon. While they're waiting to go play basketball, they can be learning that these tasks have to be done to run a household. Um, and I just love the thought that I know my son is actually – he's the one who cooks in their family um, – my my daughter-in-law is a very busy gal she works a number of jobs um so my son is the one who cooks and he's always throwing recipes at me it's a riot but um he'll be the one to know that you've got to soak this right away because when you make oatmeal you can't let it sit you got to make sure you rinse it right out because it's going to turn into cement or um things like remember zwieback crackers did your babies ever use zwieback no, crackers they didn't eat those. oh my gosh if if you ate his wyback cracker, it turned to cement the minute it dried. I don't know oh. what it's in stomachs, but it's for teething. When they, um, it's like a biscotti, only it's for babies, and um, they kind of suck on it and they're teething on it. And if, the minute that gets on that high chair, and if you don't clean that right away, cement. It is just cement. But um, those are the things I am so glad that my son and I'm glad your sons are aware of is all of these little tasks that when you do them right then and there, it doesn't make a ton of of uh, tedious work later down the road.
1: Yeah, well, and my kids, the way I use them in the cleaning of the household is, I make a list of the big chores that need to be done yeah. and Then we divide them up because like picking up the dog poop in the backyard has to be done every week. I have yeah. three dogs, like it yeah. has to be done. So I will actually keep track in my planner of who did it last week. So it's Max's mm-hmm. week, Zach, it's your week, it's mom's week, it's dad's yeah. Grandpa's week. Like, you know, we all have a, a week to take it, but I also use the kids, like, Zachy's my runner because I have a big house and it's long and it's got two stories. Yeah. So he's my runner. He will run and I'll give him a big garbage bag and he'll go and he'll hit all the trash cans in the, you know, mm-hmm. in the whole house or he'll get two laundry bags and then he'll have to go collect the laundry and sort it. So there's a lot that they can do while I'm doing other things if we, if we bundle it up and that's it. You know, there's certain things I don't want them handling, like Clorox, because if they spill it, they're going to ruin stuff, they'll ruin towels. I mean, you know, there's Which certain things that... That's why I like my Mrs. Meyer. <laughs> yes, but yeah, I mean, there's certain things that we're, you know, yeah. you know, we're not going to be good at, but, yeah. um, you know, we do a Sam's Club or a Costco yeah. run. There's no reason they can't get on the step stool and I have a big pantry yep. and put all the toilet paper away. You know, we open right. it up out of the packaging and put it away as rolls because I have yes. a bunch of bathrooms and everybody's got to grab and go. Right. And um a lot of it is just being organized because the worst okay. thing you can do is look around the house and go what needs to be done because you're gonna mm-hmm. do the thing you notice the most, mm-hmm. but that might not be what your most effective use of time is and Rob this is my last favorite summer cleaning hack (laughs) my (laughs) biggest one my favorite so we have a pool Mm -hmm. and kids want to come over and swim all the time Mm -hmm. and the kids are like mom you know can so-and-so come over can so-and-so come over and I'm happy to have them all over however that means extra pool towels. That means extra pool cleaning. That means they're going to be thirsty, you know, okay. all these things. So when the kids were little, I started this trade of, um, if you want to have your five or six friends over, you're going to have to do some chores. Yeah. And so what I would do and I remember I'll give them their names cause they were amazing. Um, Gus Balcom, Van and Kyle Johnson, um, James Nicotine, uh, Nick Coston, and Nicholas um, Tebow. They were the group that would come over. And Rob, I would have them cleaning the floors, doing the laundry, awesome. folding the laundry, vacuuming. They would help clean my house top to bottom because with four, five, six, seven, six, seventh, eighth graders. Yeah. They could knock off my house in a New York minute, strip beds, all these things. And what was funny, Rob, is like two or three years later, I get a call from Gus's mom and she says, I didn't know Gus knew how to do laundry she didn't have him do chores till he was yeah. like in eighth grade. Well, yeah. he had been going to my house for swim stuff since fifth grade. Sure, sure. And she's like, I'm going to teach you how to do laundry. And he's like, Oh, I know how to do laundry. And he goes, I do it over at Miss Sandra's house all the time. And she's like, what? Awesome. And it's like, you know, cause I said to her, look, you know, your kids can help me as a single mom, get my house yeah. clean. Yeah, And then I can sit out and watch them in the pool because you can't leave kids out in the pool exactly. by themselves. So if the kids want to have friends over to swim, like something had to be doubled up. So the kids yeah. were pulling weeds. The kids, they know how to do all these chores just from being in my household. I love it. I love it. And
0: that is that is a wonderful way for kids to understand reciprocity because it, one you know if somebody does a kind thing for you like having them come over swimming you're they're doing something in gratitude for it um, and I think that's almost a lost art nowadays that people just expect um, they they're they're expecting whatever they're going to get and um I hate to say it but I think reciprocity is is kind of uh f- faded a little bit and for that kind of reminder that yes you should uh do something in return is is pretty cool
1: well, and I think the first couple times I started doing that, I felt a little weird, you know, like I have a movie room and Disney was one of my clients for a long time. So I would get advanced copies of certain movies and the kids would be like, Woo, you know, we're going to go over to Miss Sandra's house and have a sleepover and watch this. And, again, you know, not all of them brought sleeping bags. So that meant more laundry for me because, you know, Mm -hmm. Zachy has a bunk bed in his room with a trundle. Max has a king size bed in his room was my mom's old room. So you could sleep two, three boys in there. And, you know, it all required extra work and extra food. And I finally got to the point where I was able to say to the other moms, I'd love to have your son over for sleepover for movie night. Would you please send with him a box of this cereal and a gallon of milk? Would you please? And, you know, and I would be very honest with them and say, look, as a single soul supporting mom, I would love to have all these things, but I cannot afford to feed. 10 kids or 7 yeah. kids and yeah. they would bring a carton of eggs and you know the moms were happy yeah. because they got a free night of babysitting for a carton of milk and some eggs yeah yeah and then I kept the leftovers why wouldn't I of course what and if you were like a cheap mom and you brought like the tiniest <laughs> bag of bagels you could find your kid doesn't come over anymore <laughs>
0: oh but i'm sure there weren't many leftovers i mean because knowing what boys eat but yeah that's the thing um i think there's nothing wrong with that and that kind of exchange is wonderful because if you're let's say a working mom and you need to you know that every tuesday you have to be somewhere why wouldn't you want to send a, a dozen eggs over to a friend's so that they are with a friend for that day and you're you get to work and then you can do uh an exchange later on another night maybe on friday night and give you a break on it i mean even uh back when we were working um our business way back when that's exactly what i would do we had trade-offs and on tuesday they would go here but on friday they'd be at my house and um the other gal that we would trade off she was uh a single mom and had to work from home and she we just had a wonderful trade off great trade off and the kids were busy and they had more fun and it was it was a wonderful experience for them. Well,
1: and that's the the other, like, my other great hack, my cleaning hack, mm-hmm. is to do those trades, but also to bring, when you bring two or three kids over, mm-hmm. and you have two boys that fight all the time, like, I'm at that age where they bicker about everything, bicker, bicker, fight, 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 and even though they're old enough for me to work in my office and not tend to them, mm-hmm. the arguments distract me, the running up yes. and down the stairs distracts me, and so what I found was doing these trades with moms that I'll take two or three kids and then do the pool swim for two, three hours and then, you know, feed them. And then they go back to their homes, get picked up. And then the next day or the days after my kids go over to their house and, you know, you can put on sprinklers outside and have them run around. They can play basketball. You know, it doesn't always have to be You know, some big, fantastic thing. Your kid is so excited to go to somebody else's house. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it requires speaking up. And that's the the other thing, Rob, that I really like to empower our listeners today is when you have that long checklist of things Mm -hmm. handy, when somebody comes over, like my friend Carrie comes over, her kids are grown and she's Mm -hmm. kind of bored a lot of times. So she'll come over for a visit. And I will say, it's okay if you want to come over for a visit, but I have to fold laundry. Uh And then she can say, sure, I'll come help you fold. And then, you know, one time we cleaned our kitchen and we gabbed the whole time. And, you know, she was happy to help. And I, you know... I'm happy to visit with her and have the company while cleaning. And in return, you know, I'll bake things for her at Christmas because she doesn't like to bake, you know, mm-hmm. you get to know people, you know what they want and need. And so yeah. when they do come and ask you, what can I help you with? Yes. You know, I'm really behind on my laundry. I've had friends of mine take my laundry to their house <laughs> and throw it in because we're rural country. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I did
0: that too when I was going through my illness and people would say, Oh, let me know what I can do. And I had my, my version of your chart on my refrigerator was who said that they would be glad to help. And I had a rotation of people that I would call. So I wasn't calling the same person all the time, but I was able to say, I could really use somebody to go drop the kids off at X or pick up the kids after why that's all that I needed for them to do but those were the tasks that if I did all of them it was too much while I was recovering so to be able to space things out and to be able to utilize those friends they wouldn't have said what can I do if they didn't mean it they need a way to help you um and I love the fact that we've got friends that are willing to help
1: Well, and when you help, like, think about how good you feel, you know, and when, you know, at first it was hard for me to accept help because I felt like such a failure. I'm like, well, I should be able to do this. Like, as if, you know, I'm a married woman, you know, not working. I'm a single woman working full time, you know, and I, I wasn't okay with Letting things go. You know, you know that about me, Rob. I wasn't going to live in a filthy house. I wasn't going to let the laundry pile up if I couldn't help it. And, you know, the other thing that I found is to my babysitters that I hired, I would always say, I will give you a few extra dollars if you would. Yes. And, yes. you know, they can throw in laundry. They can fold it. You know, the folding of the laundry is what takes the longest. It's not hard yeah. to collect. It, it's not hard to throw it in. But separating it and matching socks, Yeah, you know, things like that. Your babysitter, within reason, can do some of these things. And I give them an extra five bucks. Like, they're right. happy for it. I'm happy. Everybody wins that 's it exactly, and that 's again
0: what 's wonderful about separating all the tasks that you 've got to do because you can dole them out easily. I mean, even little ones can be can be matching socks, that becomes a game right <laughs> you know,
1: so but you have to know what you need to do first, and that 's why you know that taking that piece of paper was the best advice. Um, I got it on the internet, I wish I could credit. Who, who gave that video. But she said, just take a piece of paper, put it in the kitchen. Every time you do a task, write it down and then start to mix and match and bundle and see what can be done at the same time and see what your kids can do. See what the babysitter can do. Yeah. You know, see what if friends are coming over, if they're asking to help or especially in the summertime, Rob, teens are looking for jobs. Oh, absolutely. They're looking for work to do and they yeah. can come in as a mother's helper Yep. for one day, you know, Aaron used to organize my closet and I would sit in there on a Friday night and cry yeah. because everything was folded so nicely. Cause you know, when you're handling somebody else's stuff, oh, you're like, yeah. Oh, isn't this pretty? I'm going to fold this so nice. When it's your own stuff. Yep. It's like, just get in the closet. <laughs> just get out of my sight.
0: It's in there. It's clean. I know I took it out of the dryer. It's fine. <laughs> I think, uh, and you do the same thing too, in the summertime especially, we eat a lot of salads, we eat a lot of um, easier things to prep, so that if I get home at six or seven o'clock at night, I'm not worrying about starting to cook something, I've got things that are somewhat uh, prepared, That that probably is one of the biggest things, I mean, years and years ago, of course, my generation is a little more uh, appropriate to have your, your full course meal in the evening, we don't do that. That anymore we no.
1: definitely
0: do a lot of uh the salads though whether it's a, a smoothie that's going to be uh just with some uh an extra salad or, or hummus and and some um some cheese or something you know we definitely
1: we definitely eat differently in the summertime Oh, yeah. Well, and you know, I found that there's all sorts of cooking hacks that allow me to not have to clean as much, you know, for a decade now, I have been cooking on Sunday, you know, I take a a roast, I roast a chicken, I roast a beef. Um, You know, I, I cook all the pasta for the week, I clean all the vegetables for the week. And I measured my refrigerator, you know, that that designer told me, measure your refrigerator, divide it by three, then buy the rectangle boxes that fit in there. Cause you know, when you have all sorts of different shapes, I used to have round and square and all these different things. And now I have these tubs that fit, I can fit like 15 of them in my fridge because I measured the width divided by three and I bought the right size containers that can fit in there. And You know, when you chop everything up and you prepare everything and you pre-cook your noodles and you just have to put a little oil and a little water in the Mm -hmm. tub Mm -hmm. and then seal it, it's good. You can mix and match your meals all week, but I have very little cleanup because all of the cleanup for the pots and pans and the the chopping and the cutting boards and the this and that are done on Sunday.
0: Yep, you do and it then it's way. a
1: matter of taking it out. It's almost like my own fast food or my only mm-hmm. or my um what do you call it? Like when you go you know, like, you know when you go to some those fast food restaurants and they have everything all chopped. Right, right. That's what and my that's, fridge looks
0: like. That's exactly it. The other thing that I I don't know why I didn't do this many, many years ago was parchment paper. Parchment paper is my friend and I put that on if I'm not using aluminum foil on the bottom of something, I'm using parchment paper. I can't tell you how easy it is to clean up afterwards because uh you e- you've got the either the spill or you've done little pizzas and the cheese is dipped over or uh whatever it is that you're doing you just line everything with parchment paper so yeah
1: Well, and I reuse it. Like if I've got baked on stuff, I reuse my parchment paper. After I cook my, like when I do my chicken, Rob, I will go to Sam's Club or Costco and I'll buy three flats of chicken, you know, Mm. chicken thighs, chicken breasts, chicken legs, Mm. whatever. Then I use old Ziploc bags, the big gallon ones that held something else that I have rinsed out, washed out. I throw the chicken in, I throw the marinade in, I squeeze it all around and then I throw it in the back of my fridge until I'm ready to cook it. Yeah. And then I cook like three or four flaps of chicken. I'm out there by the barbecue, usually at night after it's cool, and I'm cooking and I'm cooking and I'm cooking. Because what it means, Rob, is I can get probably 20 meals out of that chicken. Yeah. But I can take the grill then and scrub it clean and throw it in my dishwasher. Mm-hmm. So while the grill is getting cleaned, I take the chicken, it cools down. I use the old parchment paper as long as it's not anything that's going to make anybody sick. Right, yeah. I cut it in pieces. I put it in freezer bags or freezer tubs mm-hmm. and then I put th- that stuff away. And when I'm yeah. ready to, to, to make a meal for the next day, I pull it out of my freezer and the chicken's done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know I you can it. buy all this stuff pre-made, but it gets expensive. It does, and it's just a
0: matter of. And I know some people are saying, "Oh, I could never get that organizer. Or I could never get that um, that have that much time." It's amazing how little time it takes when you're doing it on that Sunday afternoon, and then your whole week is such a breeze because you have taken that time to to do that little prep. And like I say, when you're say talking about the parchment paper, that's exactly I put the layer in between so even when you freeze it you don't have to worry about trying to break you know pat- yep. hamburger pad or or whatever it's just those are the little things i don't know why i didn't use parchment paper 30 years ago but yeah <laughs> it's my friend now That's well and fun. you know
1: you can do this little exercise that i did with the kids if you want When you jot down what you're doing, you know, your chore list for the week, you know, as you go, like, you know, how long it takes, it Mm -hmm. takes me 15 minutes, sometimes 20 minutes to do the dishes after dinner. Because by the time the sink fills up with hot water, by the time I collect the plates, by the time I do all this stuff and then Mm -hmm. wash the pots and the pans and then put Mm -hmm. them away. Yeah. You know, it's a good 15 or 20 minutes. Well, if I can do that all during the week and in the summer, I know it's not yeah. great for the environment, but we eat on paper plates. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if we put our paper plates out and those go in the trash and mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of cleanup, you know, we do right. use these reusable plastic cups from the kids' parties. You know, yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. still drinking out of Dora and Batman, you know, because <laughs> of plastic. And a lot of times we like to eat outside in the summer. Yeah, so, sure. you know, we use this stuff, but. There is literally no cleanup. There's some forks and knives. It takes me two minutes. Yeah. And so when you multiply going Monday through Friday during my work week, if I can save a half an hour every single Mm -hmm. day, Mm -hmm. that's almost three hours back in my life. And that's exactly it. Back in your
0: life, so you are sitting with the kids, or you are talking to a friend, or you are, if you've got um, a job where you can fit in another appointment, all of those things or how that about means that back. Just in- take a bath.
1: <laughs> instead of cleaning plates i want to clean me yes. like i want to sit yes. in there and not do clean the, the military shower of get in you yep. got five minutes scrub yep. clean and out you go pits and parts that's what we yep. call pits
0: when, and parts. when we used to have a whole lot of people in and out of our bathroom pits and parts and then
1: you're out Yep. <laughs> You know, but you get to, you get to reclaim some of your time and the the effort it takes to make out that list and then to time block, you can reclaim, I bet you I reclaim 10 hours a week.
0: Absolutely. And, and it's so worth uh, just even if you just do a couple of little things, maybe it's not struggling with the trash bags, or maybe it's like you say, uh, reusing something, uh, instead of wasting and contaminating our planet even more. Um, Those are the things those little steps are what are going to make our lives so much more quality and
1: uh, have so much more quality. Well, and I look at it as cleaning up my mental space, you know, like that's my last point for today's show is when you clean up your mental space, if you have a checklist like I have, you know, my master cleaning checklist, I don't have to think about this stuff. I don't have to remember it. And sometimes when I'm in the kitchen, I'll be standing there going, okay, well, what should I do now? Uh And I might do one thing when I could be doing three things Uh and I don't have to think about it because I can look at my list. You know, there's no reason if I'm doing the laundering, the towels, if I'm going to collect the towels, what if I take my paper towels with me and my spray and I clean the counters, clean the mirror, go to the next bathroom, you know, three bathrooms done. And then I grab the, the bath mats and the towels by the time I get down to the laundry to throw them in there right i can be done and i can be moving on to something else that's it so that that's the cleaning it. is not taking over me i'm taking charge of the cleaning and it's Absolutely. mental relief.
0: yes talk about mental relief it really is um i'm the same way and we there's only the two of us now but it's amazing when i've said to steve you know this is um how I like cleaning the toilet you need to do this or yeah. if it means uh around the sink because the the water drips and there's minerals in it and you don't want to have to worry about scrubbing That later you clean it now instead. So it's just all of those little steps and being able to keep up with it during the week, then it just makes, like you say, so much more quality time for you and
1: your family. And you feel better. Like when my house is clean, like when my house is cluttered, Rob, it's cluttered and then eventually it'll be dirty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you're not moving the stuff. So the dust is yeah. getting in there, the dog's getting in there. Right. Dog hair, whatever. When my house isn't clean, it's hard for me to feel successful and focused okay. and on top of things. Cause you come into your house and you're like, wow, it's a train wreck in here. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, there could be a homeless guy living behind the couch. I never know because yeah. there's so much laundry <laughs> on the pile, you know, obscuring yeah. the couch.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's true. I think we all feel that way. When our home is organized, then our life is organized, then our brains are organized, and we can conquer the world.
1: Yeah, because you can't sit down after a busy day of work and relax when you see piles, when you see dirt, when you see, you know, my kids are better now, but they used to leave plates or cups or soda cans or chip bags like Mm -hmm. you know they come home from soccer and they give them a little gift bag of stuff why they have to get a soccer gift bag every soccer game but they did so -hmm. that would mean more wrappers more sticky stuff you know the whole shebang um Mm -hmm. it just helps you live clean from the inside out Uh, out. rob thanks for being my co-host today on military mom talk radio and we will be back again next week